0: Hello, hello, welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. My name is Megan Pizzuto, I'm the president here at IAW and super excited to be here with Ivna Curry today. We are going to have a fantastic conversation around speaking up, finding your voice, um, and all sorts of of great things that will empower and support you throughout your career. Um, Ivna's joining as one of our influencer members. She's the managing director of the Assertive Way Institute and has empowered individual teams and organizations to communicate more assertively and effectively. This work has led to measurable improvements in employee engagement, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and overall productivity. Ivna, welcome. I'm so happy to be having this conversation with you today because I think this this topic around communication and being assertive but also effective, it's something that a lot of women struggle with. Um, and so I think that we're we're gonna have a great conversation around this about why we have a fear of speaking up, how we can overcome that fear of speaking up, how do we how do we find our voice and get started? So first, welcome. I'd love. I know I did a quick introduction with your bio. Tell us more about yourself and what you do at the Assertive Way Institute.
1: So first of all, thank you so much for having me, Megan. And you know, speaking up is very hard we sometimes tell people speak up like it's the easiest thing ever but in reality it's incredibly hard to do because the truth is especially for women it's incredibly risky it is risky and and no one can take that away there's a personal risk of backlash of being seen as aggressive as difficult and we're going to talk a little bit about that and I personally experienced that Um, not only that Um, the what got me into this was that I was this really nice kind obedient, nice girl that everyone loved. All the adults loved that I was the role model of what a child should look like for all the other children. You know, the professors would say, hey, you guys should be nice like Ivna. And um, and then I carried that identity because I thought it was a wonderful identity. Everybody loved it into my career. And then things started to not work out. It was fine as an individual contributor, even though All of the issues I had were about not speaking up enough and expectations my boss had. But then, when I managed people for the first time, that's when really things fall fell apart very quickly. Uh, My team went to my boss to complain about me that I wasn't setting direction. I wasn't my my leadership wasn't strong enough, even though the very first day. In that job, I spent two hours with each team member and just listening, empathizing, taking notes, and making promises that I was going to help them. Um, but clearly, that wasn't enough. Um, same thing with uh, people that I dealt with, my business partners. You know, there's a colleague, a coworker. I was sent to help him out. Uh, I was, I flew down to his area, his city, because uh, he managed a, uh, a warehouse, and my boss asked me to go there to help out with the workshopping and brainstorming. When I got there and I introduced myself, he said, I can't believe they sent you a little child to help me out. And this went on and on. My, you know, my the the suppliers that were supposed to deal with me um, didn't want to talk to me. They wanted to go straight to my boss in meetings. I felt completely ignored and invisible. My team didn't respect me. My my coworkers didn't respect me. My superiors didn't respect me. It was miserable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that's where it all started. And yeah. luckily, that boss taught me how to speak up yeah. um, by forcing me to do so, and that changed everything for me. And now here I am, trying to teach, teaching what I learned, so that right. we can all so
0: important. Little... And you know, I'm nodding along because I have a similar story um, where very early in my career, I walked into a room and and somebody questioned my my background. And they basically said, what could you possibly tell us about this topic? (laughs) And I was young. I had just graduated college. I, okay. I, I had experience, but not as much as this man did. And it put me in that spot of always questioning, do I belong here? Should I open my mouth? Do I have something to share? And it took a while for me to get the comfort and the confidence with my voice does matter. And there are important things that I can say. Um, and so I'm, I'm loving that we're having this conversation today because I always tell women when, when I sense that someone is hesitant to open their mouth or like they might have something to say, but they're not sharing it. I try to help coach them through that because I get it. I've been there and I, I don't want anyone to ever feel like their voice doesn't matter or is not important because I, it's, it's like, your questions are important. I often tell people, somebody the other day said, I'm sorry, this is probably a stupid question. I said, no, no, no. If you have a question, it means I didn't clarify enough or I didn't provide enough context or information. So your question allows me to do better. So there's no stupid questions, right? It's it's all information. It's all learning. Um, so you you overcame your fear of speaking up and and making yourself heard. And I wanna talk through first- why do we have why do women especially have a fear of speaking up what are the what are kind of the the common themes of why we hold back or why we don't speak up
1: yeah i mean it, it's absolutely justified and you know like you said sometimes we lack confidence in in ourselves but sometimes there's some real issues around bias and gender bias that that hurt us and we can't ignore that so it is a lot harder things that men could get away with we can't unfortunately and and that's why we we are afraid and some of the top considerations and questions and fears that people have you know I ran there's several studies around this I ran my own survey with, with a thousand women and all the studies that I've seen to date are fairly consistent let me first ask you this <laughs> Megan um what in when you hesitated in the past like early, think about early in your career what made you hesitate to speak up?
0: Two things. I love that you just flipped the script and asked me a question. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, I love that. So number one was my confidence. I lacked the confidence in my own skills and abilities based on my lack of experience. And that that man calling me out was like often a voice in my head of like, maybe I don't belong here. Maybe he's right. Maybe I um number two is. Hurting other people's feelings. the the idea that like I see an issue and that issue was caused by somebody else and if I speak up, they might get in trouble. They might it might cause a problem. Like the the confrontation that happens when you speak up because you see a problem. Now I also want to preface this. I started my career in internal audit and my job was to go around month to month and do assessments of internal control process and to actually test. So it was my job to tell people what they were doing wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but it was done through a very formal reporting process where we had data. I I'm a strong fan of data and we had backup to show this is what the process was. This is where the breakdowns are in that context. I was fine, but outside of having that, that structure around the feedback, I, I struggled because I didn't want to be, I, I like you was always the nice girl. I, I was always viewed as like the sweet, fun, happy, loving. And so it's like something bad is coming out of my mouth. Everyone's like, Whoa, who pissed her off? (laughs) So it's the, those two combinations of a, just really lacking my own ability and knowledge, but also b not wanting to stir the pot, not wanting to disrupt, not wanting to make people feel bad.
1: So definitely that's a really big one. Actually, those two, those two are, are big reasons why we don't speak up as much now for that specific situation that you went through where that guy, um, you know, that, you know, you were you're were questioning yourself and, and, and what you had to, to, to contribute, what made you go over the, the, the hurdle and decide to actually so, say something?
0: This is a, this is fantastic. Um, I called my mom and told her what happened and she basically gave me a pep talk. And I still I still talk to my mom often and I I often say my mom is one of my biggest advocates and always has been and supporters. So she was one person, but I also had a mentor in the workplace. So I went back to the person on my team, told them what happened, and she actually came with me to the next meeting. She supported a lot of what I did. I found somebody to help kind of be that the voice on the other, like, you know how, like the voice in the head, right? So the one over here is like the man who's like, Hey, you don't belong here. You don't know what you're talking about. And the person over here is like, you're amazing. You know, everything you're talking about, you deserve to be here. And so finding people who, who would support me. Um, and then as years went on, I just reached a point where, the more I listened to the people in the room that that sort of made me question my own authority or question my own experience, the more I realized that they don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> that, I know <laughs> that I am smart, that I do have skills and I do. And so I'm a very data oriented person. I back up a lot of what I do with data and, and statistics and basic, like, like just the the experiences i have and so i learned to rely on what i do and know best to be able to go into those situations and say i do deserve to be here like look i have something that's big and important that you're going to want to hear um but that didn't happen overnight it took time <laughs> there was a lot of time that it took to get to that point um but i would say one having the support having having the people who do believe in me but also just building my own skills and developing an approach that that helped to build my own confidence
1: and so in order to expedite that process because what what you what I saw that you did and I and I've heard this story quite a few times is you spoke up to help to get support so that you could speak up Mm -hmm. but you found people that you felt comfortable with that you trusted uh, and and you got their perspectives your mom and, and and other people at work who told you no no you're good you got that incentive you, you have what it takes and that got you to speak up but you had to speak up to get them to support you in the first place in a different way so I guess that's a great way then to expedite that process is not suffer alone <laughs> who wants to suffer alone if we have any self-doubt just getting perspective from someone else makes a huge difference because right. we are we have so many blind spots when we have all of this imposter we do
0: we do and i i think that's so in line with what i often coach and support women with is having even if it's one person that you're you feel comfortable going to and saying this thing happened and I feel uncomfortable or I need support or I don't know how to address it. It doesn't have to be a coworker. It doesn't have to be a close colleague, right? I use my mom because I tell my mom everything and she's been, (laughs) she's been very supportive. She doesn't always understand my career. She doesn't always understand the, the, the specific issues, but finding somebody that, that you can call and say, Hey, this really crappy thing happened. I'm feeling really bad about myself what do you think? How should I move forward? And I now have, I mean, I have an incredible network community around me that I tap into all the time with these things. Um, but it's so important if you're early in your career or you're maybe pivoting or changing, or you don't have that support system, go find it. That's,
1: <laughs> and I think, yeah. that. <laughs> And I agree, like for me, for many, many years, it was just my mom as well, giving me that support. Oh, the mom. So <laughs> like, like mom is the best. And, yep. and now I have mom, I have my husband, and I have ChatGPT. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what ChatGPT will support
0: us with. Um, but question, I want to circle back to something because it's that it's that first request for help, right? It's being in a place where we can say, this is hard. I need help. And do you find that women have a hard time asking for help? Do you think that we, we hold it back and how can we, how can we move past that? Because I, I encourage people around me to ask for help. When people ask me for help, I, I actually like, I cheer. I'm like, yes, I'm so glad you asked me for help. Um, because I want to encourage more of it, but why do you think we don't like to ask for help? And, and how can we get more comfortable with, with that approach of, hey, you know what, I'm going through something, I do need help. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates, and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast-track your success, all right, let's get back to the show.
1: We don't want to bother other people, you know. We we we, <laughs> we want we don't want to cause anyone any trouble. We don't want to bring negativity to people's lives. Mm-hmm. We want to just bring joy and be a spark of joy in everyone's hearts all day long. And it's, right no
0: one wants to show up with the bad news right no one wants to show up and be like this is hard I need help, help da, da, da. yeah because
1: like, right. we're, we're as women we're, we really we're not very self-centered sometimes like we don't want to feel selfish and bringing our problems to others feel self-self nowadays I don't even feel comfortable taking some of my problems to my mom because I feel like I'm bothering her mm-hmm. with my my excess problems and she has enough of her own right so it, it's a natural mindset of, like caring and thinking about others needs and how to support them but at the same time maybe we can reframe it in a slightly different way instead of saying hey you know help me i don't know what to do uh, we can always share our 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 perspective or or what we want from people in a more specific way and that takes the load off of people as well just say hey i'd love I'd love a, a, another perspective on this situation or how I could better respond to this or uh, you know just ask for specific feedback around something and and that that really flips a little bit the situation where you're not giving you know, you're not putting the burden on others to solve all your problems and, but you're asking them for their advice and people like giving advice they do uh, they do it's just do. reframing <laughs>
0: It is. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a great way to, to position that, right? If, if you're somebody who, who struggles to ask for help or you, you don't want to put your, your stuff out there, like it's, if you can reframe it, asking for advice and it go buy somebody a coffee, right? Have a 30 minute coffee and see, see what you get out of that. Usually that will help start the, the bigger, the bigger, um, project. So, um, one of the things you say, so, a tip you have here, amplify your voice by overcoming your fears of speaking up, which we talked about your voice is your pathway to empower yourself and others. Let's talk about your voice and why your voice is so important and how, how your voice is that pathway of empowerment. I'd love if you, well,
1: well, let's illustrate this. Let's illustrate this. (laughs) How many times have you regretted speaking up? Never, (laughs) never. You never regretted speaking up. I, 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 I've regretted not speaking up. There you go. That was my next question. How many times have you regretted not speaking up? There are
0: times that I speak up and then I go, maybe I could have said that differently, (laughs) but usually I feel good that I've brought up the thing that I need to bring up. It doesn't always come out in the best way, right? Sometimes I, I get excited or I get passionate. I really care about things. And sometimes the things come out and suddenly it's like, oh, that did not come out the right way. Um, when I have regret is when I, I sit through a meeting and then I get off and I'm like, I can't believe I didn't bring that up. Um, and that's, that is where, that's where I get frustrated with myself happens less and less these days because I, I tend to be very comfortable in the rooms that I'm in. And and I, I sort of, it's not that I don't care it's the, like, I care less about the opinion people have. If, if I'm speaking up on a cause that's really, that I really care about, that we're all in the same room supporting, and my voice is going to help drive something forward or make change, I'm never going to feel bad about that. And, and so even if it's that I see a problem, often when I'm speaking up, I'm speaking up with knowledge of a solution already in mind. So it's not like I'm just going poke, 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 but it's like, here's what I see as the issue. Here's what I suggest as a solution. Can we have a conversation so that it doesn't feel quite so negative? Cause that's where, that's where often I, I have the challenges. I don't want to make people feel bad, right? Nobody wants to make people feel bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you still want to get your point across, mm-hmm. but you don't want to make them feel bad. Yeah. But at the same time, it seems like you, you you said you are data driven and you, you generally speak when you have something to say, but do you, have you ever regretted not speaking up when you weren't like a hundred percent had a hundred percent conviction about the value that you're, you were going to add in that moment?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's typically, so this is, this has changed as I've, as I've grown more experienced, right? I think with age comes a lot of more experience and we become better at these things, but often I've learned that like, if I have a gut feel about something, I may not have all the data. I may not have all the answers, but I'm likely going to raise my hand and say, you guys, something is bothering me about this. And I can't put my finger on it, but something is not sitting right. Or somebody seems really off or I'm, I'm noticing a pattern. And so when, when I do speak up, even if I'm not a hundred percent sure of something, I, I don't, I don't regret it because I think that if my gut, Starts telling me something, we can go back and get the data. We can go back and and figure it out. But it's the even if I have the slightest inclination and then I don't say something and then two weeks later I figure out my gut was actually correct, that's really frustrating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is, and and one of the things that I, I've just noticed with your example is that with that maturity of time and experience you also figured out how to say things without hurting people's feelings yes by saying hey i this thing is bothering me i'm you know concerned about this i've noticed this thing and i'm not sure versus i suspect this is wrong i suspect you're wrong right right Right. (laughs) which is a very different
0: language it's the accusatory and i think that's where where when you really dive into communication and again Spending enough time around enough people in the different types of meetings you're going to be in, like you grow grow and you learn and you figure out the best way. I know on my team, there are certain people I can be completely blunt and say, I disagree. I don't like this. This is not right. Whereas other people, there needs to be a bit more tact of like, well, maybe this isn't the best approach. Can we get another opinion? Can we do this? Um, And you figure that out. But there's no need to, every time you see a problem or every time you disagree, to be nasty about it. And, and I think that at the end of the day, no matter where we are at the, like, we all want productive, successful relationships and and careers. Right. And so the keeping that in mind, and if we, if we go back to listening as well, right. When we're listening to people, are we actually listening to absorb, or are we just trying to, to come up with the next reaction? (laughs) And, um, And so I think it all ties together.
1: Yeah, and and women have that natural superpower, which is we are really good at reading people, understanding where they are, meeting where meeting them where they are, listening, you know, empathizing. So we're at a much better position to be assertive than men because we can use that to our advantage, like you did. Right. Where sometimes you know, for some people, in some instances, you can be very direct without having to build a relationship but you probably already have built a relationship with exactly. others you need to be more sensitive and you know think about the words that you're going to use and and so we should use that to our advantage because awesome. it it it's helps us be a lot more effective and be able to speak up right
0: so let's, I always like to have specific action items or steps someone can follow. So if someone is listening and, and resonates with this and, and is thinking, oh, I need to start speaking up more, or I need to improve the way I speak up. What are some, some habits that somebody can start implementing today to, to get a bit more courage, to get a bit more support in, in the speaking up?
1: Yeah. So, so one of the things that you can do, like you said at the beginning of our conversation, and Megan, you, you said that because you were a very nice person, people would start to, and if you just started to, to speak up and, and and be very blunt about things, people would think that you, there's something wrong with you suddenly, while someone else who's who normally speaking up, you know, one cause that, that type of uh, reaction. And so just by announcing to people around you, Hey, I'm going to make a conscious effort to be more assertive right now and I'd really appreciate your support in this process. Just by saying that, we'll get people to support you and when you are very passive which is something that I do, oh, I'm so sorry, but here's my idea. People automatically correct me. Uh no. Nope. Where's the assertive now? Yeah. 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 I also I
0: think as as women leaders Take notice of that around you. Like if somebody comes to you, if somebody's starting with, I'm sorry, but with the question, or
1: this might stupid, not like this, I feel, this
0: might be a stupid idea, but it it's I when somebody devalues their idea by starting it with the the negative tone, the negative starter, like that, call those things out. I love calling those things out because I think that. Sometimes people need to be reminded of the behavior and the way that, that they're speaking. And I don't call it out in a bad way. It's just, uh, listen, you have really good ideas. You don't need to preface this with this might be a bad idea, or you don't need to apologize for asking a question that's, you have the right to ask a question. Um, I also want to point out, you do have a 10 day challenge, uh, your assertive and likability challenge. Can you tell us more about that?
1: Yeah, So there's a lot of techniques behind being able to assert yourself, which is basically speaking up in in an influential and respectful way, but at the same time, maintain our likability and not fall into the likability trap. And that's what I walk, walk uh, people through the challenge, 10 days, 10 steps, so that they can script their own assertive speaking up conversations, be it to, to share their ideas, to disagree, to ask for something, to set boundaries, whatever that looks like
0: love it. And so we will have a link in the, in the episode notes where you can actually link to that challenge and also find Ivna on all the platforms. She has a podcast. She has a TEDx talk you can watch. Um, so lots of great resources. Um, if that, as we start to wrap up here today, I'd love if you have any final tips or words of thoughts to share with our listeners.
1: Yeah, just in- embrace, embrace your voice and, And learn the specifics of how to assert yourself. It sounds harsh asserting yourself, but it isn't. It actually, it's it's a soft, kind, gentle way of being strong with your voice. That's what it is. It's it's all about respect. And so when you learn a little bit more about that in my podcast, Speak Your Mind Unapologetically, it's all about finding your assertive voice. It's focused for women as well. Um, Then you'll you'll feel a lot more confident in, in using your voice whenever you need or want to
0: love it. Well, this, this, Time flew by. I can't believe how how much we packed in. Lots of great. I really love that you turned around and used some of my examples. Um, I love when my examples can add value. But thank you so much for being here on the podcast. I love this conversation. To everyone listening, of course, thank you so much. Um, if you want to connect with Ivna, please do. She has lots of fantastic resources and information on her website and social media. All of that will be linked up in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today, and we will see you back, hear you, be here back again next week with another episode for you. Have a great day. Thanks, Ivna. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.